self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we We are are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am and we are Conversation Con Artists back for another episode. Once again, I would just like to say fuck you to whoever reported our video. Yeah. Fuck you. If you weren't aware, our Facebook stream of the last episode was reported by somebody, it seems, because Facebook took it down. But that made me realize a certain level of things. I'm certain Facebook don't have people combing through everybody's live video. So that means that it got taken down just by word of mouth. Like they couldn't have known what the content was about. Nope. Our stream this time was about similar content as last time. I mean, we talk about the same stuff. Yep. We talked about politics. We talked about race. We talked about all of that stuff. That stream is still up. Yep. This stream got shut down. I really think that what happens is somebody reports something. I think they just take it down. I don't think they look at it to see if it actually is offensive or if it's actually going against their terms of service. I think they just take the shit down. Yeah. Which is fucked up because what that means is if somebody want to fuck with you, they can. Like, if they want to just go to your page and just, like, report everything you do, they can do that. So, for those of you who missed it or who were wondering where it was, that's what happened. We have no access to it or the comments or any of that stuff. So, um, I'm sorry if you missed out on when we actually streamed it because we really thought that it was going to be available to watch later on. Then it wasn't. So, So the plan next time is we're going to stream it on Facebook for the accessibility and the ease of connecting people to it. And we're going to stream it on YouTube for it to be able to stay around. Because YouTube actually has a process of if something gets reported or if you have like a copyright strike or they actually have a process in which you can dispute it and like they don't just delete shit. So, you know, there's that. I just wanted to. I don't think I I had addressed it on Instagram, but if y'all don't follow me, you didn't see that shit. And I don't know that we addressed it on the page at all. So. If you missed out on the live stream and wondering where it was or where it is, that's where it's at. So. I'm going to need y'all to go check out the website, www.conversationconartist.com, and check out our old episodes and leave us some listener letter feedback. The reason I say old episodes is because that's pretty much all that's on there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, but. Uh, it's not seeming that a lot of people listen from the website. So I've not been motivated to update it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity, both on Twitter and Instagram as well. You, are you, did, you okay? You seem like somebody kicked your puppy. Nope. I just don't got no energy for some reason. <laughs> I went and shot basketball this week. Oh, okay. I'm a 325-pound gentleman <laughs> that is top-heavy, which means my ankles are the size <laughs> of a man that's 120 pounds. <laughs> so I used to have a history of twisting my ankles frequently. I bought these shoes called Ectios. If you are a basketball <laughs> player that twists your ankles, Ectios, they got built-in ankle braces. They got a bumper on the side so you can't twist your ankles. 
I, yeah, so I got those shoes. So I, I don't twist my ankles no more, but I hadn't hooped in a long time. And so I'm recovering. Okay. I want to start hooping way more frequently because it was fun. It was my uh, required desired version of exercise. Oh, okay. Um, but I hadn't done it in so long that I felt all my bones, felt my <laughs> ankle. <laughs> So it's just been kind of rough to roll out the bed for some reason, but you know that's they say that's what that after thirty life becomes, yeah. just waking up with pains, yeah. aches, yeah, and that happens. And so I'm recovered now. I was thinking about going to hoop yesterday, but I don't have much energy for some reason today. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm tired because, but I've had strep and I've broken two toes. And had two sick dogs on separate occasions. <laughs> so, well, I mean, just clearly be. compared to shooting basketball, your situation's <laughs> all kinds of fucked up. Well, now, if I play basketball, I also would have no energy because I'm so fucking out of shape. I'm just skinny. So everybody looks at me and be like, oh, she probably like works out and like is real health conscious and... I eat probably the worst of every anybody that you know. You say that like it's a bad thing. What? The way people perceive you when they look at you because you're skinny. I mean, it is because it's a misconception. They look so, at me and be like, I bet he drank grease for dinner. <laughs> Fat ass. Look at him. Little bit of ass ankles. Yeah, but so what happens though is when I do get out of breath going upstairs or like I do be like, oh shit, I'm about to die. It's like, but you're you're thin. Being thin don't mean you in shape. It just means that uh, for whatever reason, Jesus decided that the combination of my parents' genes decided that I was just not going to weigh very much at any given point. I weigh more now than I have ever, and I've actually gained some weight. So I'm actually about to attempt to start maybe exercising because now I'm kind of like my weight is kind of continuously rising, and it's getting a little concerning. You may not be in shape, but you in the shape that in that humans intended to be in <laughs> opposed to a fat ass nigga i mean <laughs> but it's but through no effort of my own i'm actually about to have to start putting in effort though because like i said i, I didn't top that at like i'm at about 175 now mm-hmm. and i was at like 140 so i've like gained like 35 pounds i don't even know where the fuck and then every time I say that, people are like, you know, like you didn't get in your weight, weight, it's there. I promise you. And I feel it. So I'm going to have to like either run or something that I can actually do because I don't like to exercise. So it's going to be, oh, I could do Zumba again. I used to do Zumba. That was fun. And you know, the thing about me playing basketball is that I'm a big dude. I don't want y'all to get the misconception that I. I mean, I'm I'm very comfortable in my skin. I like my size. I'm good with this size. I do want to work out, lose weight for health reasons. But, you know, if I could be heart healthy and be big, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I've been big my whole life. That's cool with me. But on the basketball court, because I'm big, get chosen last. You know, <laughs> skinny Aww. dudes don't take me serious on defense. <laughs> So I will get them ankles once or twice. I'm very quick for my size, you know. So, but that's funny. It is what it is. My <laughs> juice is minimal. Maybe it'll show up during this episode. <laughs> we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to the website or you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversation con artists with an S at gmail.com. 
Only question this week is, do you remember your first crush? First crush. What is definition of a crush? I mean, somebody that you liked and... You usually crushes don't know. Like, it's somebody that you like to a point where you don't want to tell them. <laughs> so you like them from a distance, I guess. I don't know. So somebody that you liked from a distance and they don't know. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I think that, that part of it, the anonymity has to be there for it to be a crush, right? I think. I mean... I think. That's, in, that's, in that's your case, definition. Yeah, then, yeah, in my case, it was somebody that had no idea. He probably still to this day don't fucking know, which he don't need to know now. <laughs> so, when I went to a K-12 through school, so that means that people I knew in kindergarten I fucking graduated with. I didn't even... The concept of like going to an elementary school, then a junior high school, then a high school, I didn't even know that was a thing. I grew up in a very small town, so like... So I got to fucking college, really. I wasn't aware that people like went to different schools and like had different sets of friends from these little sets. Of... I had the same friends my whole growing up, so I didn't know that that was a thing. That system, that system don't necessarily give you different sets of friends. If you go end up going to a different junior high school, because sometimes the you, I guess like. Oh, in a city where it's multiple of those things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I had a city that had a K through 4, 5th and 6th, then 7th and 8th, then ninth through 12th. But I still went through from K to 12 with, with everybody. We just yeah. went to the next school. But it, it do take away when you move from the 4th to the 5th grade, it take away friends you might have had that were below you. Mm. When you move from the 6th to the 7th uh, grade to a new building, yeah. the friends that you had below you then, like it, that's a little yeah. weird situation because you end up going to a different We all school. moved up together. So. And like it was all on the same campus. So like I literally saw these people from kindergarten until we graduated. Um, so I won't give his name, <laughs> but there was this dude and probably about first grade he was so nice like i've always been real geeky and quiet and shy and you know that's just that's who i am um and in first grade i before first grade i've just always been a reader and he had these books his um uh, his mom had passed away um i think maybe in kindergarten or maybe even younger than that and um she used to read these um like mother goose type books to him and he would bring them to school and he would let me read them and i thought that was so fucking cool and he let me keep one and i have no idea what this fucking book is today i'm gone but had the biggest crush on him and would never tell him because i was shy and geeky oh it's just you know i think i got really really close one year when we were finna get out for summer and I, I told him I had something to tell him. And he was like, okay, what? And I would never, like, say what it was. And it was that I liked him. But anyhow, fast forward, he became, like, somebody that I would never want to talk to. Like, in kindergarten, he was just really nice and, and, and caring and, and, and sweet kid. By the time we got to junior high school, he was playing football and was, like, one of the school bullies. And like was joking on people and shit all the time, including my ass. <laughs> Cause again, I was nerdy and geeky in high school. And um he just became like a dick. Like he was a, he just became a terrible person. So, you know, I never 
told him that I liked him and I didn't like him probably about 12. By age 12, I was like, fuck that nigga and didn't like him anymore. And now he's like grilled out and just hood as fuck. So it was just not meant to be. <laughs> but I had the biggest crush on him like from probably about first grade till he became a dick. <laughs> At, by age 12 what, what grade you in at 12 6 mm-hmm. 6 7 I, I'm not good with that adding up to grade <laughs> I work with kids school age however old, how, whatever grade you in at 12 by then I had stopped fucking with him because he just became he was just mean he became just real mean cause he became cool and then becoming cool for whatever reason cool seems like it's synonymous with like being assholes to everybody you deem to not be cool or at least that was how it was when I was in school and so you know, I didn't like him anymore after that, but and like if you were to see him now, like completely different person than he was. Which you know, people grow and they should be, but like again, he grilled out. He just I saw him with a he had a Facebook live video, um, on Facebook of course, yesterday actually. And I was like, Damn, he is so unattractive now. Like, oh my God, just horrible. Well, the first crush I remember, I'm going to just go through a series of crushes. I don't even remember any of the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> the first crush I remember, which I don't know why she was ever a crush. Don't remember any interactions with her. I don't remember anything. For some reason, I think I liked her glasses. <laughs> I was a real little kid. Okay. I think she that was one of the sense. few kids with glasses. That makes sense. That's then, how little kids, the people they like is. Yeah. Is My name is Watavia. What? Watavia. That's what's her, that was her name. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she on my friends list and That's pretty, pretty sure she don't listen to this. If you listen to this and know her, don't give a rat's ass what you do with the information. Well, whatever. his name, I give first name. His name Trinez. Trinez. <laughs> yeah. He was destined to have a grill <laughs> with that name. It just wasn't no way out of that. And he grilled out all the time. Now. And I, I don't really even remember any crush related shit to be honest. But once we went to go visit my daddy in jail, mm-hmm. which we did for the 10, 11 years, mm-hmm. he was locked up. We went almost every other weekend. He asked me if I had a girlfriend, and I said, "Why Tavia?" <laughs> that's why I'm identifying her as my crush I don't know why I don't remember but in my head right now I'm just remembering that when she was young she had glasses I don't know what, what it probably was because that's how little kids that's what we do as yeah. children so. and I when I started undergrad at Auburn I ran back into her she was in one of my classes like she had left moved away went somewhere else I don't know where um, her and her brother went, but they showed back. She showed back up at Auburn, and um, and we had a quick exchange. Might have exchanged some notes or something at one point, but I have no idea. I mean, it was what it was. You know, kids have a different measuring stick yep. by which they determine <laughs> they do. who a crush is gonna be. Now, right after that, it's this white girl that had an ex- extreme crush on me. <laughs> her name was Nicole so I have no idea Why <laughs> I had no idea then I don't have any idea now But That's like weird. I said Kids have a different measuring stick Yeah, 
by which they determine if they like somebody or not. She used to do. She used to just run up and hug me every day, and mm-hmm. I just push her away yeah. the whole time. <laughs> like she was, she was on that. I'm finna get me a boy shit, and I was on that <laughs> cootie shit. You know, like I was like, she can go, and that's hilarious. It's I just I mean I like I have vivid images of those times when she would run up to me and hug me. In like maybe second grade. See, I don't think anybody ever had a crush on me. I'm telling. I was so fucking geeky. Like I really, if if somebody did, I never fucking do it. Never do it. Like, pretty sure that never happened. That I know of. I don't think. Like I was just the person people came to for like help with homework or like test answers. Like she was aggressive. Uh, for a span of two or three years for some reason (laughs) and when we went to junior high seventh grade i remember when you walk into the school building straight ahead you could see going down the hallway outside to the snack machine Mm -hmm. across from that it was a set of stairs that take you up to the second level Mm -hmm. she was walking down i was walking up and she said eddie you done got fat Last words that I can recall that she said to me. You said Eddie. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's fine. That's my name. Eddie is my name, y'all. Shit. <laughs> um, but that's what she said. She said you were fat. Yeah, yeah. She said. So that it went fat. real fast from I like you to Oh, you don't like me, fat ass. Yeah. She said. Wow. That's so you fat. Mean. I've never been bothered by that shit. Like I've never been bothered by things like that. But it's still mean. It's it's mean, <laughs> you know. That's an asshole. Like, cause obviously it wasn't bothering her before. <laughs> well, I wasn't big as a kid. I wasn't big as a kid. I really kind of got big going from my transition from like fourth to fifth to sixth grade is when I gained weight. Some for some reason. Um. And so, because we went to a different school and we had different schedules, I don't even recall seeing her in the fifth and sixth grade, but yeah. in the seventh grade, that's what it was. Never talked to her after that again in any capacity that I remember. <laughs> but she became a a group, she became a group of those girls that was like popular oh, okay. in type situation. But yeah. tact was not something that she had apparently. Little white girls don't necessarily have to have tact in this world. The next one was Kristen. This is all in elementary school. Yeah, most crushes. I mean, I think that's. I mean, I think high schoolers have crushes. Did I have a crush on anybody? I had a crush on. And none of these crushes carried past elementary school. (laughs) I just remember having interaction with these particular girls somehow. The first one I didn't have any interaction with, but for some reason I guess I liked the glasses. The second one I had interaction with, but I wasn't fond of it on my end. (laughs) And this one. She just really fucked with me real bad. Like, she was borderline bully. Uh, you know, but... But you had a crush on her? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was... Because uh, she would still do stuff like when, you know, when Valentine's Day come around, mm-hmm. all the kids bring cards and stuff. Like, she'll give me my card personally and mm-hmm. stuff, like, stuff like that. Now, maybe that's not the case, but this is what I remember. But I remember explicitly one thing that she did that really was fucked up. I was 
you know, kid, we all getting together, finna sit down. Mm-hmm. She pulled my chair out from under me <laughs> when I was finna sit down. And I have fully committed to sitting down. <laughs> you know, it wasn't one of them situations where it's like, oh, you can catch yourself and be like, oh, I fully committed to sitting down. And I hit the floor at like 100 miles per hour. <laughs> and it wasn't a ha ha ha. It was I hit the ground so fucked up. It was like, oh, shit. Somebody finna fight. <laughs> Type situation. <laughs> and she helped me up. <laughs> I don't know like I don't know what that was about you know but uh, you know that's how I sent my brother to the hospital yanking a chair for him and he, he bit his lip that's oh shit it, mm. it can go bad yeah it can go real bad <laughs> it can go bad it could be worse now none of these traveled outside of elementary school you know as I don't even remember anybody that I, I crushed on after that I mean clearly boys are always gonna like the girls that are popular and most attractive so i mean i could give a laundry list of the girls names in junior high and high school that all the boys was feeling um i could also go to facebook and show you what they look like now and it's not necessarily ain't that crazy like anybody (laughs) i've ever had a crush on like as far as like in high school i look at them now and i'm like the fuck was that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in the, it, it, they look different then or they were different then like I said with Trinez Trinez was like a really nice part he was just a very like a nice kid and then he became popular and he saw that you know that the girls like him he saw that he you know was good at sports and he just became an asshole like he became a horrible person like terrible well terrible. it's like everybody at that point have them prepubescent teenage bodies yeah and you don't realize that in 15 years when they uh, adult fat and bones go to where it's supposed to be at it's it's not necessarily always in the convenient places <laughs> you know so you end yeah. up you end up in a situation where it's like oh okay um she don't look like she looked in the high school let me let me go you know i mean now he he's still about the same size he didn't get like big he still he still look like he looked like somebody who used to play football but that face and that grill that grill is terrible well let me tell you something i noticed the people from high school that are successful people mm-hmm. tend to be beautiful and better looking <laughs> the people who ain't did shit and they at home they don't you know it they fell off the wagon. I don't know if that's because <laughs> of kids or because of I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, but like I can go way. to all the people yeah. from my high school that I knew that that are successful and doing something that they want to be doing. Like their they pictures are bright, they glowing, they happy. <laughs> you know, at least it looks that way. It looks that way. But you can go to the other side of the people who stayed at home and it's like it's not necessarily the same in every case. Not always, but yeah. and I'm not saying that to say that I'm worth a damn right now, <laughs> you know. I still a fat ass dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If that's how you want to look at a dude that weighs 325 pounds. <laughs> You don't even look like you weigh 300 and nothing pounds. Like, we've been over this. Like, it, you don't look like you weigh as much as you weigh. I got I got adamantium. <laughs> adamantium bones. But I, I, I can't do the thing that Wolverine do with his. Oh, get him to go. Yeah, they don't come out. And I don't have no healing factor. Maybe. 
Oh, adamantium would be way heavier than that. I wonder how heavy adamantium is. I don't know. I wonder how much force Wolverine have to put into jumping and stuff. Because if he if it's a lot, that's impressive. <laughs> or is it like one of those really light alloys? It might be light because Captain be American's shield is made out of adamantium, right? I thought you don't. It might not be. <laughs> no, I think it's a different metal from the X Men universe to the Marvel universe. Is it? I, I, feel I don't like remember. That was addressed somewhere. No, is it? I feel like I've seen I think it's the Wakanda metal. I think oh, it's whatever metal okay. that Wakanda be having. That's what it is. I it's was not. Like, I just saw that is different. Damn, now I got to go research them metals and them fake metals don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> to see how much energy Wolverine got to put into jumping. <laughs> but what was I finna say? I don't know. We were talking about how people look different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I anyway. mean, I look at some, a lot of, okay, so I used to be so envious of, like, the popular girls. I used to be so envious of the girls that all the guys like. And then I see them now, and I'm just kind of like, okay. I was okay. You know what? And, and if I have a daughter or a son, if I have kids, period, I want them to fool. And I know it, it don't matter when you hear this when you in high school but i just want them to realize like you were gonna be so surprised when you get out of high school how this shit ain't gonna fucking matter or like you gonna be so surprised how these people you so worried about gonna fucking turn out like i was like a lollipop for all of high school like big ass head little stick body just could not gain weight and I used to hate that because, like, the girls with the curves and shit were the ones that people had crushes on and that people were wanting to go out with and shit. And I used to hate that so much. And my mom, my mom told me, she was like, you ain't going to like what that turned into later. She was like, it's okay. And I didn't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? All I know is I ain't fucking getting asked out. Like, I don't, I'm little and I can't gain weight and I hate it. Now, I'm okay with just not gaining weight at 32. I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with the fact that I gained 30 pounds at 32 and not 30 pounds at 19. <laughs> like, now I've had any kids, so that is a fact as well. And like, a lot of these people have had kids, and I know that changes shit, but like, it's just crazy. And I tell my, like, my teen clients, like, you're going to be so surprised how this shit don't fucking matter. Like, it's everything right now. You're going to laugh at <laughs> this shit later. Like, it's nothing. And your kids ain't going to listen. They ain't going to believe you. No, they're not. And they're not going to be able to act on that no, in the present. They won't. What my plan is, if I have children, is to nurture their ability to be comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Because I don't know what my gene pool gonna spit out yeah. i might have a little ugly duckling ass set of kids <laughs> that have to become beautiful swans later or i might have some little ugly ducklings that's ugly ducklings forever <laughs> like these but are see, these are possibilities but see, people be like all like, children are beautiful and gifts that. that's bullshit no they no, ain't they, they like ugly. yeah they yeah. all kids ain't pretty but see i feel like i'm prepared to have an ugly duckling child that like because that i was the ugly duckling like i was i was a weird looking fucking kid so like i feel like i can help them through that more so than and that's no shade to my mom but i don't think my mom knew what to do she was just like no you're pretty and it's like no i'm not because all of these other fucking people out here are making me feel like that's not the case so you telling me that don't fucking help me stop that like that isn't helpful um but no i was an ugly duckling and i feel like i eventually became a swan it took a little while but <laughs> eventually 
I got Swan like. I mean, I don't know. I guess Swan is in the eye of the <laughs> But I'm at least Swan like now. And I mean, I went from ugly duckling to moderately acceptable, less <laughs> ugly duckling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't no, I ain't no Swan level or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm okay with that. And I would want my kids to know that, like, it's okay. Like, I feel like my kids would be like, well, you know. Pretty and ugly; those are subjective terms oh that are yes, that sounds specifically exactly like referencing to the individual making yep. the claim. Yep. So you know, whatever it is, what it is. That sounds you know? like something that I would picture your kids saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that's what I want my kids to be like. That you know. So you know, some people would find me as pretty. Some people would find me as ugly. You know, either way. I'm just gonna show my kids my pictures. Like this, this was your mom. They gonna you roast your ass. <laughs> I'm okay with They're that. They like boy, <laughs> <laughs> big head ass. <laughs> you always wore glasses. Yeah, since second grade, and they were Coke bottle glasses. Then mm-hmm. they weren't like I. They weren't making like lighter, thinner like glasses for blind ass motherfuckers like myself. So I'm just gonna show like this. What your mama came from. So you, it's okay. It's fine. You, it's fine. <laughs> Because I, I know you feel like I don't understand now, but I get it. I was there. Shit, I might have told my daddy I, you was my girlfriend if I was in second grade with you with them glasses. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were infatuated by Well, you know what? In second grade, people were okay with the glasses. Because it was something like, oh, she's got, you know, it's, she's different. She's got, Now, as you progress through high school, <laughs> shit, the glasses ain't so cool no more. So. I'm sure there were people in second grade that were envious of me for having to wear glasses or getting to put something on my eyes all the time. But like, as you as you get older, that shit ain't cute. Yeah, <laughs> and you realize that means they eyes are fucked up. Yeah, they are operating at a, a different percentage than a, other than a hundred. Exactly. That 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 only lasts for so long. Eyes so. at sixty percent out here. <laughs> Can't even see. My world blurry. About. 30 percent i can't see i can't it's terrible like you can't see close so far like in this side or far side it if i put something like right up against my face i could see it other than that if i ain't got my glasses on you shouldn't do that shit if is somebody blurred. ever give you something to read up close to your face they finna punch you from behind it <laughs> i always have all glasses of contacts though, so i don't need to do that but i'm saying you wouldn't catch me out you wouldn't catch me out without my glasses i have to have a cnr dog I can roast myself. I don't need nobody to do that. Like, I'm blind as fuck. I am. Like, it's bad. It's pretty terrible. Like, I could see colors. And, like, I could kind of, if I've seen it before, I could make it out and I know what it is. Now, if I ain't never seen it before, you put something in front of me I ain't never seen before, I could probably, t- I could tell you what color it is. And I could give you a general idea of the shape. But I can't tell you what it is. Like, everything blurs together. Like, there's no clarity at all. You know, I... So, but my damn whole family got glasses, but not me. You know, <laughs> the gene pool decided that good eyes, I guess, would be something that I'd be able to have. Pretty good ears, you know, because I can hear pretty well, you know. But like a part of me think I must got a big one coming for me. <laughs> I must got some. I must got a fucking genetic time bomb that's gonna pop off on my ass. I mean- I don't know. That's just how I am. Like when when it, when it comes to uh, faith and religion, like I ain't broken no bones. I ain't had no surgeries. I haven't really had anything that's been problematic. 
you know, I would knock on wood, but I've been saying this shit for 10 years and ain't nothing happened. So I'd be like, what if God just saving a big one for me? What if, what if, what if he's saving me to, you know, have a big ass box at Walmart fall on my head and I paralyze now? If you don't now. die, you'll get, you'll be, you'll be rolling in the money. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be rolling. I ain't going to be able to roll in the money if I'm paralyzed. Your chair will be able to roll. No, it won't. It'll be able to spin and turn. <laughs> roll though. What kind of chair you think I got? I'm saying you think I got one. Of the, you think I got a, a wheelchair and one of them balls? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One of them big ass plastic balls. Where when you get hit, you just you roll around you and come ride back down. Around in the money. You ride in your money. You won't be able to roll it. I'm in. not doing that. I mean, I could say I have broken no bones up until because I have to have somebody else. I have to pick the money up. <laughs> How disrespectful is that? I'm going to roll around on the money. Well, I'm going to ride around on the money on my wheelchair, and I can't even pick the money up. That's why you pay people. They have to. That's what they get paid to do, pick your money Hell no. Well, I had burnt no balls up until about two weeks ago when I broke these two toes. You ever played the game? You ever heard of the game Deus Ex? I know you ain't played it. It's a game that I like. I'm going to give a little rundown of the game. It's a civil war going on. Okay. In this time and age in the game, there are people who have had like incidents where they lost limbs and have been paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Well, this world in this world, they created these systems called augments mm-hmm. where you can get a robotic arm on your, your hand and it, it replaces your hand. And not only that, but it you can like buy extra augments that make it really strong where you can punch stuff and lift heavy stuff, but mm-hmm. you can do that basically all over your body. Okay. Now, the problem that happened is that when these augments came about, a civil war happened. Uh, well, civil unrest happened where a, certain groups didn't like augments, mm-hmm. you know, because it made people stronger. It made people better. And we weren't supposed to be there. And so somebody hacked into all of the people that had augments and the augments started killing people. Now, the people weren't killing people. They Their specific parts were like like a husband would choke his wife to death while he's screaming, no, don't, don't, what is, what's happening? And so from that, it created a whole civil situation, like where augmented people couldn't even be on the train with regular people, you know, and all people who needed augments or wanted augments had to go to the black market to get augments, you know. Why would you want them after that, though? Like when you know that you might end up killing folks with it. Like- this goes into my point. I'm about to answer your question. <laughs> I'm gonna put that money into find, going overseas and give me some augments because I can be a superhero out here. Or you could be a, a villain unwittingly because your augment might just start murdering folks. Well, that just matters on whether the encryption, like they fixed the problem with the augment. Like somebody hacked into it, they realized it was easily hackable. Oh, you know, okay. so they fixed the problem. Oh, okay, but it didn't fix the fear that people had of people that had oh, augments. Okay. I'm just saying all that to say, I'm getting some augments. I'm waiting until that shit is available. Nobody finna be calling me wheelchair on point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh fuck! I am going to fix it. <laughs> but Deus X is a game that had the kind of augments that, like, I would, I take them. You attach this thing to your whole spine and now it move your spine for you. <laughs> yeah. I can't walk, but this machine can walk for me. I mean, we already got pacemakers. And we have, I mean. We got a whole bunch of mechanical stuff that keep people alive out boards. here. They have 
we oh uh, what are they called they're not called augments though they're called clank clanks that no <laughs> what the fuck? What are they called? Shit. Um, prosthetic limbs. Prosthetic limbs. We already had it. They're not. I mean, as as fancy as what you're describing, but we have people have all. You see people with the legs and the somebody ran a marathon with the yeah the clank clanks. <laughs> I'm not gonna call them that. <laughs> he killed his wife. He killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's so. I was just. <laughs> how the fuck you gonna go through losing your legs and, and getting these and, and doing this amazing thing, running a marathon? Then you your wife the killed fuck? his wife and made a run for it. I, you know what? I'm not gonna. <laughs> <switch>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do this with you. Couldn't, Anyhow, couldn't get away. All they heard was clank, 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 clank. That is our question. I'm not week. done. I got one more. Okay. Her name was Nikki. Okay. She was at church. Okay. And she was, I don't know how many years older than me, but she was, she hung out with the kids. She didn't hang out with the kids, but she was one of the only teenagers that would come around and deal with us to a small degree. Mm-hmm. Enough for me and my friend Ronnie to like have a crush on her back then. I don't remember her name. I don't even think she on Facebook. I don't know nothing about her. Her name was Nikki. I mean, like her last name. Oh. I don't know how to look for her or nothing like <laughs> oh, that. Okay. So, I mean, I probably wouldn't because I don't care. But I'm always curious to see how people turn out because I I'm, think it's just an interesting. I'm not curious anymore. Uh, I mean, not. I'm trying to think of. Facebook has made it to where anybody that I would have given a shit about how they turned out, I probably have seen. Like, I don't. And not even in trying to just people see your name and be like, oh, I know her <laughs> and you. So I don't know that there's anybody that I don't know. Well, you know, like, I think I've talked about before being somebody who really, really didn't talk that much early on in life. Mm-hmm. Maybe to some of my friends, I talked to people like that. Uh, Big Cat, Ryan, Jamal, Buck, Doughboy. Did you say Big Cat? Yeah, that was a name the coaches gave him during uh, summer training. He was fast. Or? Mm-mm. Why was well, name? he was faster than all the big dudes. He was faster than all the big dudes. What? Why big cat then? I don't know. Was it was an old white guy? man. It was probably a reference to something Burt Reynolds did in the sixties. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably a movie that we didn't know nothing about. Big cat. You know, <laughs> so is he fast? Is he agile? Like, is there cat like something cat like? I don't know. I don't know. The emphasis was on the big from the coach's perspective, but at some point they let him run the ball. Like they tried him at like fullback, so he was faster than all of us. So I don't. I don't know if that played into it. I don't know why an old white man would name a young black man big cat. That's weird. Yeah. A little bit. But. I talked to a select group of people that mm-hmm. I played football with and maybe a couple of people that I went to church with. But other than that, just kept my mouth closed, you know. So, damn, I forgot my whole point of going into that. Let me see. Backtrack. Um, <laughs> Big Cat talked to a select few group of people. was quiet. Um, I can't remember what I was going to go into. I was quiet. 
which means that earlier on in life I didn't have. I was trying to make it something, but now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you were looking forward to the rest of that shit. It's gonna come back. <laughs> if it come back, then I'll I'll fool with it. Well, that that was our question for the week. We um, went into Facebook. We went into looking for people. Oh yeah. So when we went to our team, like when you look at my Facebook page now, mm-hmm. I got videos on there. I got statuses on there. Like I ain't shutting up on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how people from back then perceive me now. It was the same way at the reunion. Mm-hmm. Like I was going around like talking to people, asking people questions. I guess that's that therapeutic side that's mm-hmm. like, you know, let me find out, let me connect, let me do what we supposed to do with these things. Because yeah. what I found out, it was really awkward. To be honest, it was a whole bunch of people that knew everything about each other from Facebook yep. and then we got together in a room and we knew as much as you know could yep. know about people and so we didn't really have anything to talk about. Yeah. You know, so it was weird, but I mean, I think I'm more talkative now. Um and I yeah, I'm way cuz I was real shy. I make YouTube videos and help people with their hair and have a fucking podcast. Like I'm sure that the people who knew me in high school. I mean, sometimes shit, people don't even fucking recognize me <laughs> because I look so different. Tell you that swan shit is real. <laughs> when I was in the eighth grade, we went on a field trip to Six Flags, mm-hmm. and I went on my first roller coaster. It was in Atlanta, Georgia. It was called a Georgia Cyclone. Oh, that shit is the worst. Mind you, I've gone on this ride as an adult with my brother. Me and my brother was too big to ride any ride. We went to Six Flags this past summer. He's too tall. He's 6'9". And, like, my shoulders are too wide for the thing to go across me and secure me under it. Right? <laughs> so, so, we couldn't ride very much. But the first thing we rode was the Georgia Cyclone. That shit is the worst It ride felt there. like, one, it felt like it was built in the 1900s yeah. and should not be existing anymore. It's the worst Two, there. <laughs> it felt like midgets was punching my knees the whole time. And I know midgets is a politically incorrect term, but it's what I used. <laughs> it is like, and my brother, he was real messed up because he had to turn his legs to the side, kind of. And so he was just like <laughs> twisting and turning <laughs> on this whole roller coaster. And they are very abrupt jerks and twists. Oh, oh it's yeah. a roller coaster. The Georgia Cyclone is the worst. I hate that. I don't even ride that. But we went on the Georgia Cyclone, and it was this dude named Santavis I was with. And he was cussing on the ride and I was cussing and I can only imagine how the people around us was feeling because all we were just doing was cussing and we clearly looked like we was in the seventh grade. He was a pretty small guy. I was a fat, prepubescent, chubby looking thing and we was on this ride just cussing so I ain't no telling how they felt about it. But when we got off the ride, we went back to meet with the group. He was like, hey y'all, he was cussing like because don't nobody <laughs> never hear me talking. They definitely ain't never heard me cussing but I kind of fed off his momentum and started cussing like so it was a feat for me to have been talking or communicating oh, yeah. like to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He's talking now. So I ain't going to turn it back. <laughs> but how I would help my kids, I guess, in that sense is like help them find their voice. I grew up in a family where ain't nobody talked to you. My mama only 
told me to go to church and come sing these songs. <laughs> you know, and my grandma and my granddaddy only told me, you know, hey, do this English homework or go out and play with these football. You know, nobody had a real dialogue, conversation to help me think about what I believe and what I think about things that exist in life. I was just the shyest kid. You met my mom. My mom is the most talkative fucking person in the world. Like, she never stops talking unless she sleep. She just talk, 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 talk. Um, I just was shy. And mm-hmm. she could not under, because she was never. My mom has always been like, she was popular in high school. She was, I, me and her are the complete opposite of each other. Like, as opposite as, as you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. So she didn't understand me a lot. She tried. I mean, she encouraged me to, like, find a voice and talk, but I just was really shy. So we had a lot of headbutting <laughs> when I was growing up because she's this, you know, really energetic, happy, talkative person. And I'm the person that's in the background just observing the room, <laughs> quiet yeah. as shit. That's what I do. I still do that now for the mm-hmm. most part. If I'm in a social situation and I feel uncomfortable, I just go to the back <laughs> chill out. Gotcha. So, yeah. but that's all I got on that on the letter. Well, if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail dot com, or you can send it into our website, which is conversationconartist dot com. So yeah. Um. So Beyonce had her babies. Um. And their names are stupid. <laughs> like they're twins. They are twins, and the girl is Rumi, and the boy is Sir. And there's like this controversy or this question about whether his name is Sir Carter or Sir Carter Carter because in the announcement she said Rumi and um or Sir Carter and Rumi, but I think that Sir is just a stupid first name and it sounds stupid on its own. So she said Sir Carter. I don't think his name is Sir Carter Carter. That would be stupid. Earth. Would it be? Yeah, I was gonna it'd say like stupider. they. She already set the. She's already set the baseline for stupid. True. So, but it'd be stupider for it to be Sir Carter Carter. I think his name is just Sir. I think it's Sir and Rumi. Then why wouldn't she say Sir Carter and Rumi Carter? Because Rumi sound okay by itself. Sir don't. I don't like the name Rumi. I mean, I don't either. I and mean, it's, it's very close to my dog's name Rumi. I don't get it, but. I like if I had to choose between roomy and sir, it'd be roomy. So a room that is not cluttered but spacious is what? <laughs> it's roomy. Exactly. But not roomy. It's room me. Roomy. Yes. Hers is roomy. It's R U M I. Roomy. Oh yeah, I know it ain't spelled like that, but yeah. it sounds like that. It does. I mean look, it's a both names are terrible. I mean, I thought I didn't like blue, it grew on me. And now I feel like Blue got the best name out of the three of them. She winning. Blue. Blue out here winning. Somebody I know got a cat named Blue. Now that makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. That's that a human. Sense. Yeah. Humans should be not be named after colors. But celebrities just Is Blue even the shit. only Damn, I'm gonna say is Blue even the only appropriate color to, to be called, but you red. I mean, I'm Calamity Red. <laughs> and I'm Calamity Red because my hair is red. Ain't nothing blue about Blue Ivy's. <laughs> they just named her blue. Is anybody named any other colors? We got Violet. Violet. That's it. I don't think Magenta. so. Magenta. 
I'm sure it is some black person. I feel like that's. <laughs> it was an episode of The Flash that had a villain named Magenta. I don't know. I ain't heard of nobody named Yellow. It's a song by Coldplay, but that's yeah. about the that's about the size of that. I think that's green. <laughs> green would be a horrible name. It would be. Just let's just keep calling money and weed green. <laughs> um, I mean, purple. sir, sir is right along the line. I don't know why people want to get their kids titles for names because Ti did it twice. Ti got major and king. Those are titles. Is Saint a title? Saint is a yeah. Saint is a title. Sir Saint Major King. Yeah. Well, they rich. They can do what they want to do. Yeah. Here's here's my problem is that you and I realize that like regular people don't realize that. You know that Sir and Rumi are about to be like the top names names for these new babies coming up, and it's like. Rumi and Sir won't have to do shit their whole life if they don't want to. They can literally just be like trust fund kids. Your motherfucking kids are going to have to go to college and they're going to have to get a job and they're going to have to put on their college application that their name is Sir. Why would you do that to them? And, and don't give me that shit about you should be able to name your kid what you want. Yes, you should be able to do I should be able to get pulled over by the police and not be concerned about dying, but that ain't the world we live in. Like, I don't give a fuck about you wanting to name. You can name what you want to, but you got to understand that they go get discriminated against so will. because you named them something fucked up because you got to be right and you got to do what you want to do. Not thinking about how they got to live their whole life with this fucked up ass name you didn't get. Because he got he's going to have to deal with a lot of folks fucking with his name. <laughs> Syrup Carter looking ass. <laughs> Survey Carter looking ass. Circus Carter looking ass. <laughs> like it, it can keep going. Like yeah. it's a million ways. And he ain't gonna have the money again. Sir Carter got the money to like you make fun of my name. That's okay. I'm about to go to my dad's private island, but you can keep keep on making fun of my name, but you broke ass. But regular sir, regular sir don't have that to fall back on. Regular sir just gonna have to stand there and take them jokes <laughs> because it ain't shit he can do. Don't do that to your kids. Like I know, I know you feel like this is your child, this is your seed, this is he came from your nut sack, so you should be able to name him what you want. But he is not gonna be a kid forever. He's gonna be an adult having to do adult shit with this fucked up name you gave him because you wanna stand on your principles. Go ahead, but you fucking up your kid's life. Just know that. Because if you don't think that employers don't bypass over folks with names they can't pronounce or names that they don't like, you are fucking crazy. If it's between your son named Sir and somebody named John and they got the same qualifications, they're going to fucking go with John. Like, they ain't going to pick Sir. They're not going to pick Sir. Don't do that to your children, please. The fuck? Your kids are as special as what you put into them. They ain't got to have no dumbass name for them to be special. You can have a dumbass name and still not be special because you ain't spending no time with the little nigga. So give me that shit about these names. I can't stand when people name their kids stupid stuff. I hope they got some decent middle names. Like what can be between Sir and Carter? Nothing. Nothing can be between Sir and Carter. It has to just be Sir Carter. Sir Magnificent Carter. A lot, that's a lot to live up to. <laughs> Roomy Spacious Carter. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got no nickname. Cause when Blue Ivy was born, they said Blue Ivy Carter. Like I don't think Sir and Ruby got no middle names. I think it's just Roomy Carter and Sir Carter. 
They just wanted the motherfuckers to know that they put Blue and Ivy together. <laughs> and they sound like something special. Bick. Bick. Like what? Bick pen. Bick. Them her initials. Blue Ivy Carter. Oh. Bick. Like a Bick pen. Or a Bick lighter. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. So, she had them babies. Good for them. Good for her. Uh, people already talking shit about her and oh she didn't really have the babies because she she too thin her kid you don't realize that this is Beyonce and she got the means to like as soon as is whatever new technologies or whatever new procedures there are whatever new whatever for you to to bounce back quick she can fucking do that shit y'all just press like she looks oh. good and she don't she ain't lost all that weight. She curvy as shit right now. She lost all that baby weight. So. I don't know. I ain't. I mean. I don't know why people think that you can't have babies and your bodies can like. Some yeah. people fall off the wagon yeah. when they have babies. But some people can bounce back yep. pretty quick. Like the body is made. A woman's body is made to do that. Yep. You and know. Some people use. Oh, I had a baby as an excuse. I need to rest. So, and then they just keep the baby weight. Yeah, like all them snacks you was having while you was pregnant, you realize they delicious. It ain't easy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> snacks are delicious. <sighs> Oatmeal cream pies and Star Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about Beyonce. Have y'all seen Sammy Sosa? <laughs> Have y'all seen Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa out here looking terrible. Does he know how terrible he looks? No. I think his shit is a part of body dysmorphia. I really think that. He looks like Just like Lil' Kim. I think they believe I think when they look in the mirror, they think they look good. He look like a mannequin. Like he I don't he, he don't even look like a white person. He just looks like a mannequin. His skin tone is like mannequin. Does he look a mannequin? Look. This shit looks so fucking crazy. He went from looking like, you know, just a regular Dominican. Dominican person. He's Dominican. AKA black from across the street. <laughs> you know, went from looking like him. Like yeah. until you hear him talking, you won't know. You know, from across yeah. the street, be like, look at those black people over there. And then they start speaking Spanish at you. You'd be like, oh, them, 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 where am I? <laughs> is this a, am I in the Twilight Zone? <laughs> you know, but. Cause I remember I rode with a Dominican one time somewhere. She looked regular black. She yeah. talked regular black. Yeah. And Today start I know that really sound that really sound bad to say it like that, but I take it that y'all understand me saying talking black means that she was using a dialect that is understood to be used yeah. by black people in an American context. Yep. But I was looking at her CDs in the car and it was all Spanish music, and I was saying, "You understand Spanish?" She was like, "I'm Dominican." You know, I better her mama had called you to understood right then that she was Dominican because they slipped real easy into that shit. Bro, I had no idea what Dominican was at that time <laughs> because I had committed the idea she was black. I was like, "What is Dominican? Is okay. that like a is that like a political affiliation or Dominican <laughs> is that a job? <laughs> you know, I'm a Dominican. Oh I don't know. God. I had no idea what it was. I mean." Clearly, I know now, but you know when they get around each other, cause they slip right into that shit. So Sammy Sosa went from a regular black from across the street Dominican to Casper the Ghost. 
That nigga looks so terrible. Because he went to, he started looking like uh, caulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, caulk, the stuff that you, I don't even know what you do with caulk. What you do caulk, with caulk? Caulk, uh, in between, is what goes in, and caulk what goes in between, like bricks and Yes, shit. Yeah. no. That's not It caulk. goes in between, like, maybe wood. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking, I don't know. Some kind of wood, I don't know. If you a carpenter, what the hell is caulk? I ain't gonna <laughs> Google it. I'm gonna wait for somebody to tell me. Um... Or looking like he took the uh, he took the erasers from the chalkboard and just started smashing his <laughs> face with it, and now he looked like uncooked chicken. <laughs> what just what happened? How do you make the transition from black to he white does look like uncooked to pink chicken. white? That is such a good <laughs> yeah. He looks like raw chicken. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like uncooked chicken. It. Well, how do you go from looking like cooked chicken to uncooked chicken? <laughs> like, what did he do? Was regular bleaching not enough? I think it is a form of body dysmorphia. I really do. Because I don't know how you could look at yourself in the mirror and see that shit and be like, yeah, I'm going to rock with this. This is good. Yeah, I think that he look in the mirror and he sees what he believes that he should be. You know, and maybe it ain't perfect because if it was perfect the first time, then he wouldn't deal whatever he did on the second time. He looks ridiculous. And can you imagine him at his own like family reunion, <laughs> standing in the midst of all of these brown people? And he just looking like he ain't invited to the family reunion no more. <laughs> Sammy ain't coming, y'all. Again, y'all know why. <laughs> you know they're gonna have a family reunion meeting. Y'all know why Sammy ain't here. He don't like his skin. His skin came from all of us. And so he ain't welcome here. See, I feel like we would still, I feel like my family would still invite somebody. Like, if, if somebody in my family did that shit, I feel like we would still invite them and just talk shit. <laughs> they wouldn't want to come because we would just talk shit about them the whole time. Like, fuck wrong with you. So you just, you don't want to be black no more, huh? You just decided that you just. No more blackness for you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He looks ridiculous. Like, he just looked like other. He now has to mark his, like, he looked like a neuter. He's not black. He's not white. He's not Dominican. He's not Mexican. He's neuter. He's just neuter. He made his own little separate thing. It looks terrible. It does. Let him be a lesson, folks. Don't be out here doing that shit to your skin. You made the way you supposed to be made. The fuck? This is a product of Britain colonizing the entire earth. Convinced a lot of people that white is better, you know? And there was a time in the country where the closest you can be to white, the more that you could get. And that's a very me. sad thing. But not like this. <laughs> Well, I mean, ain't no way to make yourself black white. Exactly. He don't look like nothing but a person that used to be black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everybody, like, here's the thing. He looked like he got 100% vitiligo. If Joe Blow down the street did this and, like, moved somewhere else, I mean, maybe he could maybe do You're Sammy Sosa. We know what you're supposed to look like. People ain't going to be like, oh, sir, it's a fucking name is Sosa. Like, no, sir. No. If Joe Blow moved somewhere else and looked like, and Sammy, looked Sosa. like Sammy Sosa, some everybody in Walmart would come up to him and 
put their arm on their shoulder and say, "What? what is it? How long do you have left? What condition got you looking like a goddamn piece, uncooked piece of chicken? What disorder is that? I just, you can't be semi Sosa and change this drastically and think that people just going to be like, okay, still. <laughs> like, no, Sammy. You <laughs> oh, Sammy looked terrible. I wonder what he like, said about I his skin. Even... Do, do anybody, he ever respond to that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't question me about my skin. We are not going to talk about that on this interview. We'll talk about my pink hat. It is fantastic. Oh fuck, Sammy! Like, terrible. what the fuck? How did he respond to that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you, <laughs> what you can say. It don't even matter how he respond. Ain't no, it ain't no response for that. Ain't no response. Ain't no acceptable response. Yes, it is. What? It depends on if the interviewer is white or black. What is gonna be acceptable to white folks? I don't <laughs> see color. <laughs> <laughs> So they wouldn't be able to. They won't be able to tell. <laughs> they won't be able to tell no way. Like you are, to, to you white people who say I only I don't see color. Sammy's also look the same as he always looked at them. I mean, with him, you can't see. It ain't no color to see. That boy. <laughs> he colorless. The hex code just all zeros. <laughs> he colorless. See, got no it's color. all zeros. White. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm wrong. Probably black. Hex. Cold. What's the absence of color? Is it black or white? Which one of those is the absence of color? That should be. Oh, all F's. That's what I thought. All F's is white. What are all zeros? I don't know. Let's find out. What's the absence of color? The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, black is all zeros. Okay. So black must be the absence of color. Hmm. Which one is the presence of all color? That ain't black. I think white is the presence of all color. White is the presence of all color and black is the absence of all color. That makes. I don't know. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) Why are we talking about people who fucking up out here? Any any colorologists? (laughs) Let me know. I ain't looking that shit up. Somebody got to tell me. I think black is the absence of color and then white is all the colors. I don't know. We probably wrong as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So for all you ride or die bitches out here who just, you know, you gonna hold your man down no matter what. And for anybody who always have a problem when I say I am not a ride or die bitch, let me tell you the story about a young man named Jeremy Meeks. You might know Jeremy Meeks' prison bay. So Jeremy Meeks was this light skinned black man with, with uh, blue green eyes. Who whose mug shot like went all around the internet as prison bay and people were like he fine and da 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 he was in there on like drug charges I think so while he was in he got a modeling contract so he get out now he's traveling the world modeling um, and his wife who's this white lady held him down she held him down while he was in prison she got in people's face when they was like asking if he was single and she was like he's married and all of this shit so jeremy get out jeremy started modeling jeremy started hanging out with these rich folks and jeremy has upgraded himself to a billionaire's daughter i forgot the billionaire's daughter name but he was seen out on a yacht 
kissing, snuggling, and, and shit with this billionaire's daughter while his wife is at home raising his children. So what being ride or die got her was nothing really. I mean, she go get child support when they get he he went and filed for separation for her himself. Because she said she was going to file for divorce and then he was like, fuck you, I'm going to go get this, this separation and beat you to the punch. But this is what happens <laughs> when you decide you're just going to be a ride or die and just stand behind somebody, somebody no matter what the fuck they do. He obviously was ain't shit anyway. I mean, I don't think it's about being ride or die. I think this is what happens when you engage in a relationship with the luckiest career criminal that exists <laughs> like that's what happens he clearly is the luckiest criminal ever i don't know i can't have i don't have a whole timeline of all the criminals that have done bad <laughs> things and things done turned out well for him but this is the clear-cut case of this mugshot got this man a modeling career yep. and you know what shout out to the lighting at the police station <laughs> because damn <laughs> what kind of lighting do y'all have I that mean, picture looked professional great <laughs> did they just did one of the officers get a cannon with the flash <laughs> and take some classes in order to he's like you look y'all i'm trying i'm trying to get into photography i'm gonna start using it on the people that come in the people that get booked i'm gonna use it on that well, let's see you know, people going to be able to notice them better. You know, <laughs> we'll get more calls. And I think it's going to be, he gave this man a career. He did. Put him out there. Yeah, he did. They need to get that officer a damn contract, too. <laughs> anyway. I mean, here's the thing. You know, I have always said that, you know, whoever I marry, I'm going to be there with you. If you lose your job, I'm going to be there. We're going to figure it out. We'll work it out. If you go to prison for some dumb shit, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. I'm not. Because you wasn't thinking about this family when you was out here doing this fuck-ass shit you was doing to get locked the fuck up. So guess what? Since now I got to raise your kids by my damn self for however long your bid is, no, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I won't be able to do it. He gets out, gets a modeling job, is able to support his family by legal means, and he fucking leaves his family behind to go be with this billionaire's daughter. Now, you know, hey, if I could date a billionaire's son, that would be amazing. But I don't have a husband and no kids that I would have to leave in order to do that. So now she out here like wondering what the fuck it is she gonna do. I mean, I guess she will get child support in this, but you look crazy now. Cause she was caping for him and was like telling bitches to back off and he's mine and all of this shit when he was still broke. <laughs> he gets some money and he love her. Listen, my woman, whoever she is, whoever she may be, mm -hmm. plain white tees, <laughs> um, she can ride or die for me with the comfort of knowing that she will never be in a position in which she will have to ride or die <laughs> because I ain't, I know ain't I don't do that. Like yeah. that ain't like, you know, it don't it won't have to be ride or die. It'll have to be, you know, stroll and be slightly uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the max that you're going to get out of a situation with me. 
Look, baby, I don't need you to be ride or die. I just need you to be a stroll and <laughs> be slightly uncomfortable, uncomfortable. <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the extent to something I would put you through, we would just stroll away and you might be slightly uncomfortable. I mean, he been in and out of prison. Ride or die is extreme. It is, yo, look, you. I know. Yes, it is. It's and stupid. why is it ride or die? No one should be ride and die. I mean, I no, I think it's I would rather die than to not ride with you. It's either I'm riding with you or I'm dead. That's what ride or die means. I think so. I thought it just meant get in the car, and let's go. <laughs> and you might die. No, I think I think it, it's ride or die. So I think it's or die because it's like I'm riding with you till I'm dead. Which is bullshit. I'm riding with you till you do some shit that'll make me not be able to ride with your motherfucking ass What are y'all doing? No Playing chicken? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing to ride? Like, where y'all riding to? I'm, I will ride with you until we die. That's Bonnie and Clyde so shit, ain't that's, it? Well, so that means no matter what it is that you do, I'm here waiting. Waiting for you to do your bid or waiting for you to finish fucking with that side bitch or waiting for you to grow up and just like i ain't gonna do that shit. I'm sorry, i ain't got that kind of time <laughs> and i don't have that kind of patience hood metaphors are ridiculous they are yes they are all them old ass metaphors like you know there's more than one way to skin a cat <laughs> well that is horrendous <laughs> it ain't ride or die right. I, that's my i mean y'all correct me if i'm wrong but that is my take on ride or die is that it is um you i'm riding with you I'm gonna ride with you or I'm dead. Like those are the two options. Either I'm with you or I'm dead. It's riding to die and I ain't finna leave you. Hey, I no. will leave you. I will hundred yeah. percent leave. I'm telling you right now. Yes. If you get out here doing some fuck shit, I will leave you. Now again, if you get sick, I'm gonna be there. If you lose your job, I'm there. But if you didn't did some illegal shit and you finna get a twenty year bid, I'm mm mm. Or if you, the police coming and knocking on my door, kicking in the door because you got fucking drug paraphernalia and some shit. No, I'm not. No, it. it there are some, <laughs> there's some, some caveats to, to my loyalty to you. Like, mm-mm, no. Loyalty with an asterisk. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> are you going to let, let them know up front? Well, you know what? Honestly, I feel like anybody that I date, I wouldn't have to say that to because I feel like anybody that I date ain't going to be out. I'm not finna date nobody that's out here going to be doing 20-year bid type shit. You think she thought she was going to be in this situation? Yes. Yes, I do think that. You think every woman? No, I think the women who date, I think women who date men like Jeremy Meeks knows that it's a possibility that at some point this nigga going to get locked up. And you know how I know, and you know how she should have known that? Cause he got one gold tooth. Anybody <laughs> with just one gold tooth where you can see it when they smile. Like it's different if you got a gold cap in the back or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got gold in the back of your mouth. One of my classmates got a cap in the front. of a woman. <laughs> if you got that, if you chose gold to be at, for people to be able to see, you sealed your fate of bullshit. 
he been in and out of jail. He been in, like he done done jail time. He done done prison time. So yeah, I think she did. I mean, I don't think she. I think she thought that her being remaining loyal to him while he been locked up and shit was gonna get, get garner her some points, and so he was gonna in turn be loyal to her as well. That ain't how that shit works. So well, you don't get universal rewards from it. You do. You only get a reward from that person by them saying you stuck by my side. Exactly. And then you get to say, yeah, I feel so good on the inside because I stuck by my side. This exactly. dumbass person. I'm a ride or die, bitch. Exactly. Until he decide that he want to upgrade this situation. And like, here's the fucked up thing. He only one of her kids is his. Only one of them, the everybody think because she got two mixed kids, but only one of the mixed children is his kid. And so he only gonna have to pay child support for the child that's his. You know, a part of me want to say Eve is credited with that whole ride of that shit. But to be honest, I think it's Juliet. Juliet? Yeah. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. And Juliet. <laughs> she was a ride of that. <laughs> she like, no fucking way. She literally. <laughs> she, like, was a ride I think she die. was the original, original ride or die. And you out see you. how that shit turned out. What? <laughs> she died. Both of them killed each other for no reason because she wasn't, he wasn't really dead. And then when he woke up and found that she was dead, he killed himself. Or one of the two. One of them wasn't really dead at the time. They was faking it. <laughs> Shit just went left. But, you know, I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> you I know don't. what? He pulled a Jeremy Meeks. <laughs> 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 he pulled that Jeremy Meeks on her. <laughs> he knew that. He knew she was going to kill herself. But he killed herself after that. <laughs> he just didn't know he was going to be as guilty as he was when he woke up. And he was like, fuck it. <laughs> Cause somebody had gave them some stuff that was gonna make it seem like they were dead, so they could run off together. But it was some kind of miscommunication. Then they thought that she was dead and killed them. Whoever, I can't remember the order. I haven't read Romeo. That's too elaborate of a plan for stupid people. They weren't stupid. Weren't Romeo, Romeo and Juliet weren't stupid. If the plan didn't go the way they wanted oh, to, well, they weren't yeah. smart enough. Yeah. <laughs> they might have been stupid. They weren't smart enough. Just leave your homes and go to, if y'all gonna be together, just run the fuck off together. I'm Alive. pretty sure it was something in the story that made it like this the only reasonable way to do this. I mean, they were supposed to be from the two most prominent families, the Capulets and the Montagues. I don't know. Anyhow. Don't be Jeremy Meek's wife. I don't even know her name. But this is what happened when you arrived at that type of bitch and you were an ain't shit ass motherfucker. Like, that's the thing. Somebody who is cares about you ain't going to put you in a situation where you have to be a ride or die. Like, you out here taking pride in saying that shit. You look stupid. And then you look even more stupid when he is, shows his true colors. This is who Jeremy Meeks has always been. You're right. He is a con who got lucky as fuck. And he did exactly what I would expect a con to do. He gonna get with this big and, and you know what? He probably gonna milk her for all the shit he can milk her for because that's what con artists fucking do. <laughs> He's not doing anything that surprises me, which is why I don't feel sorry for her because this is the life that you chose. You could have walked away at any time, but you decided you were gonna be a ride or die and stick by his side and help him through. Okay. Well, now he done moved on and now you stuck with these kids and just looking stupid i'm not surprised jeremy meeks did this at all i would what i would have been surprised there is if this had turned out where he was a model made this money supported his family everything was cool that would have surprised me him doing this they don't surprise me i'm not surprised that prison bay is a jackass like i had absolutely no expectations 
I mean, I figured that he wasn't going to stay with his wife. Once I saw he actually got a modeling contract behind this and he was going to like fucking, he like hardcore modeling. Like he was at Paris Fashion Week and shit. Like he's like hardcore, like actually modeling. I didn't think he was going to stay with his wife. I didn't. That was my expectation was for it to go the way that it's gone. So, yeah, that's just a, a, a public service announcement for you. Ride or die, ladies. This is what it can take. And that's not to say that you can be, you, sometimes you can be ride or die and the shit turn out in your favor. I would just, I would just think that the odds is not in your favor of it going in a good way. Being a ride or die. I feel like it's a whole lot of ride or dies out here that ain't got shit to show for that riding time they did. <laughs> so... Yeah. So uh, the ice cream truck is playing right now. Um, just on cue, like on Sundays. So I'm gonna ask you, what's your favorite? What was your favorite ice cream? Did you ever get ice cream out of ice cream truck? Really? Yeah. Go ahead. You know I can't eat ice cream, nigga. Oh shit! <laughs> Popsicle, then, nigga. It ain't like you can't eat nothing out of the damn ice cream truck. It's called an ice cream truck. But they don't just sell ice cream, so I can still ask you the same question. Well, what was your favorite no, pop you out of ice cream truck? Because it's fucking preposterous to me that people can't eat ice cream. And I you can't. know what? You ate ice cream twice that I know of, and I was in Oregon. Not the first time. Oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened with that. That was a fluke. But. So don't act like. <laughs> You ain't ate ice cream I do. regarding me. And two, don't act like I care <laughs> that you can't eat ice cream you because it's preposterous. Care. You should care. I care you if know I was how horrific. It I is. would care if I was having an ice cream party and I was gonna invite you. <laughs> do you know how <laughs> difficult this life is without ice cream? Summertime Alabama and I mean they no fucking ice cream. Well you cream. ain't never never have no ice cream. I it's still sad. I would like to. And no, because I couldn't have ice. First of all, I lived in the country. It wasn't no damn ice cream trucks. So ice cream trucks wasn't a thing for me until I got to college. And by then, I was very well aware that I could not have ice cream. And I didn't give a shit about the popsicles. So I never went to the... What kind of popsicles think- did you eat? I did like you eat those, like the, um, the sticks, the frozen pla- that come in the plastic, all different colors? Yeah, my mom would get that. Because she had to get alternatives for me. I like those, uh, what are they, Astro Pops, the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I like what those. about Push Pops, the Flintstones? like, because ain't that Sherbet? Mm-hmm. I think it's Sherbet, and I don't like Sherbet. I don't like how it tastes. No idea. I think Push Pops and the Flintstone Pops are just Sherbet. I, um, the Sherbet, so I don't like those. I don't like how it tastes. I like Italian ice. They don't have Italian ice on ice cream. <laughs> that's what I eat now. Like, if I go to Brewster's, I will get... I done ate two pints, actually, in, in a week. Fancy. Blue um, blue pop Italian ice from Brewster's. How is that fancy? Hmm. That ain't fancy. Yes, it is. It's Italian. <laughs> Italian shit is fancy. <laughs> I would much rather have some regular ass ice cream. Have you seen cream. lasagna? Yeah. <laughs> you know we eat in America We eat hot dogs <laughs> The end of a hot dog Look like an anus What kind of ice cream Did you get off the truck Cause I'm not going Into this ass talk With you today I'm just saying When you compare American food To Italian food You know what I'm saying Like it is clearly A difference Oh my god Alright Bologna Yeah Bologna Just leftover shit Spaghetti Spaghetti's delicious Exactly It's wonderful so 
always used to get them stupid ass looking Mickey Mouses and Donald Ducks. Don't they not look like it? When Never, you ever it? do. <laughs> they look. I've seen videos about it. I've never they look horrible. Seen one. They never like look like the ice cream. But, but the ice cream truck is gone. Yes. So, Umar Johnson. Uh, this nigga. What do y'all know about Umar Johnson? Yeah, he a stupid ass, uh, tip ass. He is the. What do I want to say? He Hotep called. He considered himself a pan African. He a whole tip ass nigga. And people call him the leader of the ank right. Um, ank, ank right. Um, and because I thought you said ain't right. <laughs> it's ank. Sorry. I don't. I never heard anybody say it. Ank. Yeah, onk. I just see see it. I was gonna get a, t- a onk tattoo, but it was just real cliche. So, <laughs> oh, you would have fucked your life up if you would have did. <laughs> you I already get soul sister and earth mother you, and all of this shit you when I fucked. So if I had an onk tattooed up, on me, you would have never. I'd have had hotel coming out of my ears. Mm-mm. So I changed my mind about it, but it's onk. <laughs> onk. Okay, correction. Onk, right? And. uh he was on the breakfast club as to making some comments about interracial dating and marriage well marriage more so than anything Mm -hmm. he was saying that marriage is a political decision if you are a black man that marries a white woman you tell me something about yourself you tell me that you can't truly be down for the black struggle if you don't marry a black woman he said the best thing that a black man can do is marry a black woman we just had this conversation this is so funny we that question was can you be woke and have a white wife and i said that hotel people would probably say no this is that exact same thing because <laughs> they can't separate it to me it's it's an indictment and a passive aggressive attack on men that have chosen to date white or women. Or marry white women. Yeah. Or marry white women. Mm-hmm. And for what it is, I can't stand it. Because it's it's just a part of a continued rhetoric to distance that distances black men from one another. Like he's supposed to be somebody that considers himself a leader of something. How can you be a leader of black related things when you're willing to isolate and seclude an entire population of black people in the process? Because he's only a leader of the black related things that he deems black related. His by his definition. Man, out here wearing dashikis. <laughs> and considering himself African. Africans don't consider you African? Hell no. Do it. Do I want do African Americans know how actual Africans look at us? Like, I don't know. I don't know I if like African Americans like recognize how we are deemed by like actual Africans. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think they hate when we wear like or attempt to wear like traditional garb and shit cuz they don't think we have I ain't right. wearing no I don't wear like I ain't wearing none of that shit. shit like I like some of the African prints, but not because I want to like, <laughs> like I feel like it somehow connects me to my roots. I just think I like some of the prints, but people talking about wearing some damn dashikis to Black Panther. 
First off, <laughs> where the hell you go to buy dashikis? Two, know. how do you spell dashiki? <laughs> Three, like I ain't gonna I, if I ever if I'm gonna buy dashiki, I gotta look up the history of it. I gotta look up what the colors mean. I gotta look up what the symbolism means in it. I ain't with all that. I'm gonna go find me some damn cat ears. I know, right? <laughs> Go to see Black Panther. That would be so cute. Yes, now I have to get cat ears. (laughs) I have to invest in some cat ears before we go see Black Panther. Go find something. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear something commemorating. Go wear a cat suit. No, not not a whole cat suit. No, birthday suit. Birthday suit. Mm -hmm. What do you mean a birthday? Butt naked. You will go to jail. Don't do that. No, no no birthday suits. No birthday to Black Panther. No. But I'm gonna do something different. I want to get some cat ears now. Get some. I'm gonna get some cat ears. Have my fro picked out. Have my ears sitting on top of my fro. You need to get one of them cones with the black fist I on it. I got one. Yeah, I already you need got that. one. I got a pick. I have to pick my hair. I don't have. I don't have hair. I have. A I got black. a beard. It'll be real stupid to put it in my beard though. I have a, a afro pick with the black fist. I do. <laughs> Pick my hair with it regularly. I bet people gonna be coming there just like like Black Panthers, like yep. with berets on and dressing all black. And you know, it's gonna be so many fucking police officers there as well. <laughs> I saw a story that's our uh, meme on Facebook. Well, I saw uh, it said that they got over four hours of unedited Black Panther footage. Really? Yeah, and it was like. The the person on Twitter was like, I want to see every single bit of that four <laughs> hours. Don't edit none of that shit. Like, you know, if it was a movie that I would sit in and watch four hours of, it would be Black Panther. Yeah. You know, but. I'm so excited for that movie to come out. So but, we know who Johnson. Roland Martin is. Oh, yeah. Admit the ascot king. And he looked like a pug. And he, wear ascots yeah. all the time. He looks like a pug. He does. He do look like a pug. I mean, people like pugs. So that I don't ain't necessarily offensive. I, I mean, but it's like they so ugly to they cute. So it's well, still kind I mean, of offensive. <laughs> pretty and ugly are, you know, subjective terms that in the eye of the beholder. Okay. You know, so. Don't give me your kid's <laughs> answer. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> look like a pug to me. Look like a prince to somebody else. Don't nobody think no prince look like a pug. Or pugs look like princes, but. They're so ugly to they're cute. I think they're cute. They don't even make sense. But they are. I wouldn't want to date a pug, but I think they're well, adorable. Well, that's because a pug is an animal. But I'm, I don't want to date nothing that look like a pug. Like, I don't want a human face that reminds me of a pug. Mm-mm. But they're cute, and I would own one, and I would have one in my home, but not if you, you're not about to, your man face looking like a pug. Like, no. Omar Epps look like a pug too. He does not look like a pug. Yes, he I does. I think Omar Epps is attractive and he does not look like he a pug. He does look like a pug. His eyes is too far apart <laughs> from each other. His head round. <laughs> Omar Epps does not look like a pug. He do look like a pug. He just look like a dark skinned, more attractive pug <laughs> than Roland Martin. Martin look like a, Roland Martin look like a real pug. He really does. That's Omar sad. Epps look like a movie pug. <laughs> If a movie, if Pug was a movie star, Umar Johnson went and had a conversation <laughs> with Roland, Roland Martin. <laughs> so, I don't know why he would agree to this. I don't know, but clearly Roland Martin challenges these things. Mm-hmm. So, after he went on the Breakfast Club, 
I'm I'm using my hands so much in yes. animated. Y'all can't see it. I don't know what the hell this is, but I'm doing it. <laughs> so he went on the Breakfast Club, talked about interracial marriage, and people started roasting him after that. Mm-hmm. Every time he do something, people roast him. Yes. <laughs> Your degrees ain't real because he talk about having three degrees. You were never a child psychologist because he always talk about being a child psychologist. He calls himself Dr. Umar Johnson. That means just Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Pepper, <laughs> same category. You know what I'm saying? So he get on Roland Martin show and Roland Martin got a panel of three people. Clearly one black Republican one woman that I don't think she's a Republican, but I don't think she's trying to hear none of that shit he talking about. And one dude that somewhat identifies, but ain't really trying to hear it. So Roland asked him all of these questions. Uh, so where you get your degrees from? And he had a well thought out. I done read this 30 times before I came on this show. I communicated it. He said, okay, uh, are you a child psychologist? Yes, you can call the board. Uh, Pennsylvania, blah, 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 child psychologist. Uh, are you really a, 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 a relative of Frederick Douglass? Because that was another big criticism. <laughs> he keeps saying, he keeps calling himself an ancestor of Frederick Douglass. And the Frederick Douglass Institute released a, <laughs> a statement that said, uh, Umar Johnson is not a descendant, but he also really does not use the word descendant in interviews, but he doesn't correct people when they say descendant, you know? And so he gave a whole story of his lineage talking about Cousin Stephen <laughs> from the books that Frederick Douglass wrote was his great, 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 great something up there. And it's hypothesized that that might have been Frederick Douglass' brother because they grew up on the same plantation and their mama was raped by the same, blah, 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 blah. So he answered all the questions laid out. And then the interview went to shit because that dude came out there and said you are a liar <laughs> that's the first thing he said to, to umar johnson you are a liar and he said well you're a coon <laughs> and roland martin said i will not i will not have anybody using racial slurs on my show and he said well your your guest called me a liar you should really you know Make sure everybody, this dialogue is fair for everybody. He said, well, I will not have, I will, nobody will call anybody on here a coon or nigga or any racial epithet towards another black person. Like, I think it was unfair that the dude called Umar Johnson a liar and the only thing Roland Martin would say that you can't call him a coon. He should have went at both of them. Like, I feel like an appropriate interview would go at both of them. But to me, that indicated that Roland Martin ain't buying the shit that Umar Johnson is selling either. Not. He was just putting on the facade of yeah. being objective. And then he put these people over here that was going to roast him. <laughs> and they roasted his ass. And all he was, he was, you could, he just wasn't a good situation for him. Oh, he asked him about the school, the money for the school. <laughs> Apparently, the school that he, the building that he was going to buy previously was bought. But people went to look up whether he had ever put in an application for that school, and it, he didn't have the application for it. It's just, it's just so many questionable things around Umar Johnson. If Umar Johnson wants to believe what he wants to believe, that is fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if he want to go on YouTube and create a following, because there's plenty of dudes on YouTube that ain't saying I'm buying a school, that ain't saying I got a PhD and these degrees, and ain't saying that I'm a ancestor of Frederick Douglass, that got a crazy following. Yeah. That stupid ass dude, Yachty. Oh my God. He ain't got shit. 
<laughs> he ain't even got sense. <laughs> and he got a following on YouTube. Yeah. And on all kinds of other media. But I think Omar wants to get this national attention that he I don't think YouTube is enough for him. I think he wants to be invited on the Breakfast Club and I think he wants to be invited on what is it, News One? Is that mm-hmm. um yeah, Roman show? Uh, I think he wants to do those things, so he gotta be outlandish and say all of this bullshit in order to do that. Because I don't think YouTube a YouTube following is enough for him. But I don't think it's bullshit. Like I think it's what he believe. And the thing is, he's you can believe bullshit. I'm just saying, <laughs> he crazy. It's a difference between believing bullshit and using bullshit for your platform. I don't think he's using bullshit for the platform. I think the shit that he believes happens to be bullshit. <laughs> but he believes. But it. he believes it. You know, and he is the thing that I give him credit for is that he's charismatic. He's passionate about what he speak about, and he knows how to draw in a crowd. Mm-hmm. But so do clowns. <laughs> 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 they do the same shit. <laughs> Moms do it without words. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all those things don't make him something no you know and but the thing is from my perspective if you look at martin luther king jr and you look at malcolm x they had the same destination in mind different journeys different Mm -hmm. paths different directions and if umar johnson got a big enough following that will collaborate with another group that's trying to take black people to the same place that's fine the question I have for Umar Johnson and anybody that may follow him is where is Umar Johnson trying to take black people? Is he trying to take black people to this utopia where only black people exist and everything is all great and all fantastic and all black? You know, because right now, if Umar Johnson took every black person in America to somewhere that was all black, what would it be? It wouldn't be African. No. And he's rejecting America. You know, so my question is, where is he trying to take black people? It sounds like he's trying to take black people to a cult. I feel like if you look at leaders, even David Banner, Jesse Williams, Mm -hmm. I feel like these people are trying to take black people to a place where the conditions under which they exist are better conditions. Mm -hmm. I feel like Umar Johnson is trying to take them somewhere where he can be regarded as some kind of special leader. I don't know if that's the case, but like his rhetoric and the way that he has it, it makes me feel that way. Yeah. In his dialogue. So, I don't know. But I don't like Umar Johnson. And I had a dialogue with a guy on Facebook that I'm in a group with. Um, and I, I, I tried to give him a chance, but I'm going to make a reference to something I heard somebody say about this uh, Trump and the Russia investigation. Because mm-hmm. I'll be watching CNN and they have some good ass metaphors. Van Jones be giving out metaphors. This ain't Love his. Van Jones. This ain't his. Uh, uh, Van Jones is okay now. He ain't all right. My new guy on CNN is Bakari Sellers in terms of who makes the most sense. Um, but Van Jones, he straddled the fence so much yeah. now that like he say some stuff that's really off putting to the ideals of Democrats. He say a lot of shit off putting to the ideals of Republicans, but like I some of his rhetoric don't fit for me but he got metaphors out the days mm-hmm. like he he's calling the russian investigation a, a, a nothing pickle on a big nothing burger <laughs> you know what i'm saying but um what this dude said was that um the russia investigate like all of these different isolated 
Russia contacts in themselves and nothing, but like they like sticks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's fine. But w- once you start stacking them sticks on top of each other and they start building up, you got a pile of something. Yeah. You don't know what it is, but you got a pile of something. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's going on with Umar Johnson. When you when you think about his extreme views, you can have those. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. When he talk about this school that he's collecting money for and he don't have. When you talk about how critical he is to black people. When you talk about this rhetoric that separates and isolates black men. You know, when you when once you start getting into all the when when he feels so necessary to utilize Frederick Douglass in, in his dialogue, he don't have to do that, you know? When you start putting all these things together and stacking them on top of each other, it looks like something that's not natural. It looks like something that's not normal and that it just don't make sense to me. Like he don't have to do all that stuff. He's charismatic enough to just use his voice and his thoughts and his beliefs to move forward. And he can maybe use that stuff later, but he introduces that stuff with you. He introduces being a child psychologist in his dialogue. He introduces being a, a ancestor of Frederick Douglass into his dialogue. He introduces, I got this school coming. He introduces all of these things because it seems like he don't feel like what he got to say is enough. Yeah. And if you believe what you got to say is enough, you don't need all that shit. Look at YouTube as a whole. Because a lot of people ain't got no, no kind of credentials or nothing yep. that become a value voice to a specific group of people for something. And so I just ask people who follow Umar and, you know, anybody that can help me understand what is he trying to seek? And is it different from what these other groups are trying to seek? Like, I want to bet me personally, I want to I want the best black experience in America as I can possibly have. I'm not interested in going to Africa. I'm not interested in in being isolated. I'm not interested in leaving behind anything that my ancestors helped build off of their blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. You know, in order to just have black. Like, that's what it is. Like, but that's my view, and I can have that. You know, and sometimes Umar Johnson might represent a little bit of that. Somebody like Jesse Williams might represent most of that, you know. But, um, but, how you feel about Umar Johnson? Let me know. Shit, I don't. Let me know. Give me some dialogue about Umar through the email or on <laughs> Facebook page or uh, Twitter or Instagram. Don't care. <laughs> Anywhere. Um, y'all mad at at Jay Z? <laughs> or you're not y'all. I love 444. Let me just say that the album as a whole, the song 444 in particular. Um, but like these rappers are really in their feelings about this album. Like here's here's the thing, for anybody that's like, oh, he talking about not putting money up to your ear and all of this and not going to the strip clubs and shit. He's almost fifty. Of course he did that when he was younger, but Hove did that so you don't have to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, y'all act like he ain't supposed to grow and become something better. Like. Of course you do shit when you're younger than when you get older. You tell your kids not to fucking do because, hey, don't do that shit. It ain't going to turn out good. He shouldn't still be talking about doing all of that bullshit. He should be speaking against it and saying how it doesn't build wealth and it doesn't build generational wealth because it fucking don't. Like, all of these people who in their feelings and shit just don't make no sense to me about that. Like, of course he doesn't do that shit anymore. He shouldn't. If he did, it'd be a problem. He almost fit to still taking instagram pictures with money up to his ear or like piles of money and like here's the thing 
I don't think it's a better example of why they're so stupid than what fucking um what is this the 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 he's not a um the boxer Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather got all this damn money, and now it then came out that he behind with the IRS, and he trying to use this fight with McGregor to to, to pay for his back taxes. You got all this money, and you constantly on the gram and on Twitter and everywhere flashing all this money that you got money team, money team. You throwing money and you and all this shit, but behind the scenes, you not doing the shit you supposed to do with your money. And that's the only point that Jay-Z has is that you need to just be smart with the money that you get, that you need to be trying to build something with this shit instead of just fucking spending it. And I'm just not, I was not expecting so many people to be so butthurt about it, but they were. And I was just like, really? Like, y'all really, you feelings about that one little line, huh? Just <laughs> like, oh, he's saying that and he did it. Yeah, he did, but he fought it something now. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Like, a lot of us do that. And uh, you tell your kids to not do the shit you did because you learned that it was stupid or that it, it wasn't the way to do it. And so you tell people how to do it the way that you learned is the right way. That's what he doing. So I'm not really sure what the fuck the problem is. Just a stagnant mentality as it pertains to a subpopulation in the black community. You know, those that worship rap and worship the aesthetic value of looking good, having the shoes, the Jordans, having the chains, having the money, being able to show it off. But the stuff Jay-Z is talking about are things that you can't see. Yeah. It's like guns and butter. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? From Baby Boy. I, I don't remember Baby Boy. You don't remember Baby Boy? Ving Rhames gave him a speech about guns and butter. And it was basically a speech about, you know, the kind of money you can see versus the kind of money you can't see. Yeah. And he was talking about, like, art is that kind of shit. Like, Jay-Z talked about a piece yeah. of art he... he, he could have bought a bought or something he like bought, that. Yeah, he said it was a building he could have bought that he did and he felt stupid. But yeah. he did buy art and it doubled and then tripled yeah, in, in like, value over time. Like, that makes perfect sense. Like, and again, it's like instead of taking that as a lesson and like applying it, you want to get offensive or get offended and defensive. Oh, shit. It's like uh, that episode of Atlanta, the trade up episode. Where he went to the pawn shop, <laughs> trading in his phone because he needed two hundred dollars today. Uh, got the sword to and go, then and then he, he went and traded with some Asians for a pit bull. Then he was like, and the dogs are gonna. Come. And he He's took like, the pit bull, and it was two to four thousand dollars, but that he wasn't gonna get until the baby until came. like <laughs> months like, later. I need it now. <laughs> and what he said in that moment was, "My girl needed that money. My daughter needed that money. I need to eat today, not in September." You see. I'm poor. And what <laughs> poor people do is focus on not being poor. They don't have time to focus on investments. And I feel like that's like a perfect yeah. metaphor for the it ideology is. that that Jay-Z has versus the ideology that all of these men that were just poor. Yeah. They were just poor however many years ago mm -hmm. and now they got all of this money. Yep. And they still have that mentality of focusing on not being poor. Yeah. Rather than focusing on how to stay and maintain wealth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the biggest problem is that not being poor seems to translate into 
looking like you're not and poor. buying these chains with these medallions on it that don't make no damn sense everybody want to get a medallion that look like them with diamond like what the fuck is the point of that shit like, okay 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 don't matter what the point of it is a rapper give you a blank check to get just a chain with a medallion on it what are you getting that's all you got. You get, he said, look, this blank check is for you just to get a chain with any kind of medallion on it you want. What is it? For him or for, for me? For you. You getting it. I'm just going to write the check. and get, Can I just keep the money? Do I have to get no, a chain? No, yes. No, it's just for a chain. And if a he don't, If you don't get a chain with a medallion on it with that check, then he going to kill your family. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, a paw print. A paw print. Yeah, dogs. <laughs> a dog paw print. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I wouldn't get myself. The fuck I want to look at myself. I see myself. I didn't say get yourself. I'm just, it's so many things. I can't, that would be the first thing. I got a paw print hanging from my, <laughs> my thing of my car now, my um visor. Like, yeah, probably a paw print. I can't think of, I don't, I, cause I, first of all, I think it's stupid. Like I wouldn't spend money on jewelry, but if I absolutely had to, it would be very hard for me to come up with something. So I'd probably just get a paw print. I feel like I get a blinged out Mega Man. Okay. Mega Man hanging on my motherfucking chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I just, and again, that's, I know that you have to go through that stage of, okay, I ain't had money and I got money and it feels good to be able to buy whatever I want. And I don't think Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z's point is you have to get past that stage because he did do that shit. But he, at some point, got past that stage where he realized like the the uh, example he gave her, he could have bought a building in a place that wasn't developed and then it would have been worth triple what it was worth at that time had he bought it and he could have you know made some profit over time he learned he got away from that being poor shit to i don't want to go back to being poor like okay now i'm not poor i don't ever want to be poor again how do i build this wealth and sustain it so that i don't go back to that because i think these rappers that are upset right now they they just focus on the now and it's not a concern about not going back being poor because they don't think that shit can happen shit happens every day b <laughs> like mm -hmm. motherfuckers go broke every day or it's like with floyd may where the motherfuckers don't pay attention to their finances don't pay the irs and then you one mistake with the irs could cost you all the money you got you know what i'm saying you're gonna be out here like lauren hill and shit doing concerts mm -hmm. and shit trying to pay the motherfuckers mm -hmm. back so wealth is fleeting if you are not doing something to maintain it and build it it can be very fleeting one fuck up could fuck all everything to shit so you know i don't understand why they got offended enough where they want to make videos and do these little rants and shit like nigga hush well, you know, just for comparison's sake, I don't think it's a fair assessment, and I'll connect this later. I don't think it's a fair assessment to say, uh, to compare rappers to Tupac. Okay. The reason being is because Tupac was more a revolutionary. He was somebody raised by Black Panther. He was bred mm -hmm. to be aware of social justice issues. He wasn't somebody that was just spouting out you know stuff for attention it's yeah. because he really wanted change and he tried to use his voice to do it didn't work out well for him yeah um i don't i think jay-z even though he is uh he was a rapper and he was poor i think and he's, he sold drugs and killed folks i and still think that he's always been business-minded enough 
to be a businessman that rapped instead of a rapper that has to dabble in business. Yeah. And I think that's what most rappers are. They are rappers that end up having to dabble in business. If you listen to Jay-Z albums, he paints himself as a businessman, even in his early days of selling drugs. Yeah. Somebody who was about that, you know, business life and building something for himself as evidenced by building everything he built. Yeah. And it had been it's only been an incline for Jay Z. Yeah. Only been an incline. For a lot of people it's been a rocky type road. But for Jay Z it's only been incline. So like in a way, I think it's unfair to expect a lot of those rappers to do that. I mean not even I guess it's not even about like necessarily being doing that, but it's like you could I don't understand why they can't take the lesson for what it is. Like you obviously you ain't may not necessarily be Jay Z. But I don't know why they took it as him shading them. Like well, it's perceived as criticism. I mean, it, it's really easy for somebody with with less than Jay Z got, which is everybody, <laughs> to say except Puff Daddy to say, um, he talking to be bragging, and, and and he telling us what what he got and what we don't got, and and he talking about what he did to get what he got. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's the world that rap lives in. Stupid. It lives in that world <laughs> of perceiving things as threats and perceiving things as disses. It don't matter how it meant. They gonna take the worst, the worst interpretation of it and act upon that. You know. I mean, he ain't. I'm sure Jesus, Jeezy, Jay Z is not giving a fuck about it because this shit went platinum and he good. Uh, I love the album. I listened to it multiple times. Um. 444 is one of my favorite songs. I also like the story of OJ and I like the video for the story of OJ. I also like that song. I think it's called Smile with his mom on it, talking about her um, struggle with being a lesbian and having, you know, not feeling like she could be herself and like that song. So I like the album. I just I listened to it. I listened to the story of OJ. And I went back to try to find out where that quote even came from. What quote? I'm not black, I'm OJ. Oh, I think it's from, did you watch the... I didn't, but I was wondering if, if that was only a quote from the movie or oh, if that, no. like, I was reading on it and they were saying that, you know, amongst the friends of OJ, they said he always said stuff like that. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yeah, so... Alright. I love, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I mean, I like 444. I like when originally when Lemonade came out and there were rumors that Jay-Z was going to write a response. I was really not here for it. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was going to be like song after song after song that was going to be like uh, song cry. You remember song cry? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a bunch of song cries on an album and I did not want that shit from Jay-Z. I am pleasantly Instead surprised. of a bunch of apologies, it was a bunch of ownership. Yes. Which is a difference. Yes. Which makes the difference between... Because it is a reply of sorts. It is, but, but it's, it's not... Is his is yeah. his down shortcomings? Yes, and I like that. I like the album. Um, I like it as a response to Lemonade. I like Lemonade. I mean, and you know, I think it's cool that he finna go on tour while Beyonce sit at home with her kids and get a break. I saw a meme that said three fires albums was made Hell on the yeah. elevator that seat night. A, a seat at the <laughs> table, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lemonade, and four forty four. Like damn, son. Yeah. But 
I don't know. I feel like Beyonce was like, if you don't make this album, it's over. <laughs> and it better be some good shit. <laughs> I'm taking your kids. <laughs> I wonder which would Jay Z have to make more money. I don't know. Beyonce is in the pop world too. Mm-hmm. Jay Z would have to make more money off of his assets and shit, like yeah. the, uh, the like owning the, the basketball team and other stuff. Yeah, because I feel like music wise, Beyonce, Beyonce would make more money, more money than yeah, him. She does. She has to. Yeah, because hers got crossover appeal, spousal support. <laughs> she wouldn't even need it. That's what's so <laughs> fucked is, up. Like know, she don't even fucking need it. A lot of people don't need shit after they when you they sure? try to get it from folks. That's that that's the pettiness Damn. seeping out. Just money on top of money. Like she could literally put his like she could literally put his support back and just give it to the kids when they own. Like put it in a savings and just you could do whatever the fuck it is you want to do with it when you get older type shit. They won't need no savings. I know what I'm saying, but it could just be their money. Like this is my money. If I was a million billionaire mom, this is my money. This is my money. This ain't your money. <laughs> so I would take the uh check. You gonna jacket chain your kids? What do you mean? Jackie Chan said ain't not a penny of his money going to his son. That's Because he up. didn't earn it. None of it. I wouldn't be that far, but I got money you don't like it ain't it ain't no they don't need no accounts yes they do because they broke I'm the one with the money so I would take their dad like if, if I was Beyonce I would take his chicks and put them in accounts just for them and let it stack up and this what you got to like start off with is this because this all and I would like take care of the, the bills and buy their clothes and shit myself while they in my house but like at 18 this is your money you know, make a way. Because this is my shit. I built this shit. You just here. <laughs> You're like, it's all right, mom. I'm going to wait till you die. <laughs> as long as when you going to get it is when I'm dead. As long as I'm here, this is my shit. <laughs> so I would put it in an account for them it's to, okay. to Maybe have. Maybe sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> for them to start their life. But like each one of them would get an account and it just be all the money they dad business sent them. Because she don't need it like right now to take care of them. She pay for everything herself. So that would literally just be their money. Like their, their child support would literally go just to them. I wouldn't even touch it. I'd just put it right in an account. And that's what you got. Because you ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> that shit will be so ugly. The what? richest people with the most assets fighting over like custody and shit oh, like that yeah. they'll have the look boy that that shit will be messed up yeah i bet beyonce got receipts boy <laughs> i bet she got screenshots i bet she got so much shit. that's what we do <laughs> that is what women do Mm-mm. we are the best detectives in the world Mm-mm. keep shit one not better than batman oh my god two <laughs> batman is fictional she don't have no receipts on women me. are real <laughs> i don't we the real superheroes. <laughs> I don't do shit to have receipts. So. But 444 is amazing if you haven't. You can actually download it for free. You can't get like the extra like Blue Ivy song and you don't get the the video. The behind, oh, that was another thing I wanted to mention. He's releasing these behind the scene videos for each song. I didn't see. You saw the one for OJ where they were talking about the black folk. I didn't mm-hmm. see that one. I saw the behind the scenes for 444 where he had all of these like black male celebrities talking about their failed relationships and like he had chris rock he had jesse williams he had who else um the dude that's on <sighs> tracy ellis ross's husband on that show anthony anderson anthony anderson talking about his like they, he just had a bunch of black men just talk, taking um 
responsibility for their end and and they failed relationships it was like a round table discussion with them it was pretty cool like i like that uh i'm gonna have to wait till the shit you know it's on like youtube or some shit because i ain't got title but i had i did get to see that one by chance <laughs> so um but i just i'm all i'm with this album i'm with his concept for it and the way that he's handling it and i think people you know just gonna be mad and that's okay i'm sure he don't give a fuck because again it went platinum like two hours after it came out of some shit like something ridiculous so jay-z ain't bothered beyonce ain't bothered they rocking with their little crazy ass named twins and he about to go on this i think it's a 39 city tour that he's doing so shout out to jay he's my birthday twin we were both born on december the 4th so okay yeah congratulations on that i mean it don't matter exactly <laughs> <laughs> just thought i'd throw it out there though um i ain't got nothing else that's it i think that was it i was gonna talk about uh deray mckesson oh who thought that they put a blue vest on a ape in the planet of the apes and that it was supposed to represent him yeah who is he first of all just a prominent black lives matter figure that uh he originally like was getting arrested and just speaking out and he was getting invited to fox news not fox news but cnn and msnbc just to talk about what the movement doing then he ran for uh either city council or mayor or something in baltimore mm -hmm. and i think he won that if i'm not mistaken or uh maybe it was superintendent of the school system but from that he thinks that a block major blockbuster film would have put some representation of him in it to talk shit about him by well, making him a monkey? I, what it sounded like was a lot of people, he said from Hollywood and on Twitter, gassed him up. But <laughs> if a lot of people have never seen the original Planet of the Apes series, then I guess it's a still a, a reach. It's a leap. It's a reach yeah. to just assume that's what it's about. But, you know, the people who watched the original film were like, no, these, this is just paying homage to the original movie where all the apes had vests. Which didn't make sense because where did they get these from? <laughs> you know, they're talking, walking, but functioning apes that like they made them. They maybe. still had a primitive culture in that movie. They didn't have factories and shit. <laughs> How did they make all these vests? <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't make sense. <sighs> so, I watched the movie. Mm -hmm. It's a great movie. It is very emotionally complicated. Okay. Um. Don't ruin it. it. Don't, don't get spoilers. Takes you down there. So watch it. If you ain't seen this whole series, watch the whole series. This is the last one. Cool. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention just quickly was Nelson Ellis. Like, I think we we talked about him t dying on the live show. Uh, he played Lafayette on uh, True Blood. But uh, at the time, I did not know that he died from complications with alcohol withdrawal. And I just wanted everybody to know that alcohol withdrawal is the most dangerous um withdrawal symptoms that you can get you probably think it's some kind of hard drug but it's alcohol and you can die from complications of he just decided he wasn't gonna drink no more and you literally cannot do that like if you have had a heavy drinking problem you can die from like just trying to stop cold turkey it's not something that you can do your body has become dependent on it to a point where you can get the dts which is like little seizures like it's very serious so he died from heart complications but the heart complications were brought on from alcohol withdrawal so 
just a PSA in case y'all didn't know. If you got somebody in your life who is got a heavy drinking problem, it's a little bit harder than just put the bottle down. It, it's a, I mean, it, with any drug, any substance use disorder, it's a little bit harder than just saying don't do it no more. Like your body becomes dependent on these things and it's a serious issue. And get help. Don't try to do that shit on your own. Don't just stop drinking cold turkey. Be out here fucked up. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's all I had though. Well, that's all I got. Anything else on your mind? Nope. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.